I wake up every morning and usually I look myself in the mirror and I think to myself, nothing I say today will probably teach me anything. So if I'm going to learn today, I'm probably going to learn by listening. My name is Philip Brown. I'm Stephanie Panu, and this is PS Talks Co-op, the podcast and talk show for management co-op students at U of T Scarborough. Stephanie, happy Friday. How are you today? Happy, happy Friday. I am doing really well. How are you, Philip? Listen, I'm ready to listen. I'm ready to hear things. I'm feeling fantastic. I know that we just had the networking breakfast this week. That's always a lot of fun. It's always a good time. I always love the networking breakfast. I love connecting with people. And like you said, listening to others. Yeah, if you go to the networking breakfast, you often get a chance to listen to the pitch of employers, why you should work here, why you should work in banking, why finance is the way to go, why you should be working in different places. It's hard to filter all that information out and take in what's important to you, what's relevant to you, and what do you do with all that information once you're through. So networking breakfasts are this mega information session. If it was a super highway, you have to connect more cables or more fiber optics to make it work. So maybe we can unpack a little bit about the post-networking breakfast and maybe some good practices that students can follow as a little, I love to use the phrase pro tips that students can also follow it. And if you have any, you can always connect with us too, because I'm interested in learning more. So we've done the networking breakfast. How do you follow up after networking breakfast, Stephanie? Like you said in your opening, we're talking about listening. And so hopefully you've listened and taken in some of the information that the employers have given you. So if you've been actively listening, you have probably some sort of tidbit, something that you can remind the employer about you or about the experience that you had with them. And connecting with them, if they prefer LinkedIn, I would assume that they're coming to the networking breakfast, they would have a LinkedIn. So finding them on there. And maybe sending them a personalized message about, hey, you know, we talked about this and it sparked this in me. I'm so excited to learn more about your company, something to that effect. But yeah, connecting with them on LinkedIn and making sure you don't just leave it. They're not going to come reach out to you. You have to reach out to them. You're right, Stephanie. Following up with them, being purposeful, being proactive. And I love the little piece that you said, a little something they may have said during the networking breakfast quoting them where possible. I mean, and you also use the phrase active listener. Okay, I don't have to be active to listen. And does listening take work? What's the difference between listening and hearing? Aren't they the same thing? I can hear you, but am I listening? Listening is intentional and it's voluntary, whereas hearing is something that's accidental. You know, you're hearing something, you're not really taking it in. It's just sort of filtering through the back of your brain, not really making any connections. Listening, to, you have to be an active listener. Like you said, you have to be intentional to take in that information. I love that comment so much. And it makes me think if we can say like hearing is involves your ears, <laughs> your ears hear, but listening, that's inside of you. That's something that involves your mind, maybe a little bit of your body. And it's actually not easy. It's not easy. It takes a little bit of work. For those who are hearing and as Stephanie has taught us and listening to our podcast today, when you're preparing a response and you're thinking about the effective communication with people, 
this is not just for networking breakfast, right? After networking breakfast, there's a lot of students who are just starting their work terms. You know, how do you think hearing and listening plays out when you're just starting your work term? I think about listening to what your employer is maybe asking you to do or some of the tasks. And listening for me would involve putting those dots together of, okay, why am I doing this? What is the purpose? Whereas hearing is, okay, I'm just going to go in and I'm going to do the work and I'm done for the day. But listening connects those dots so you can be more purposeful about your work. It's like the higher level of communication. For students who are just starting your work term, try those active, effective communication skills about Are you just listening to your manager slash supervisor slash mentor slash other colleague? Are you just listening or are you taking it to the next level? Yeah, we've talked about students who are on their work term, but what about the students right now who are seeking? Employers might be contacting you directly for interviews. A lot of our employers do do that and, of course, communicate that back to the co-op office. (laughs) Always have to put that plug in there. But how do you manage when an employer is contacting you? What if they call you? Are you listening to what they're saying and taking in that information of what they need from you from that interview? Or are you just hearing it and then you hang up the phone and you might have the time of your interview, but you missed out on all of the other details that you need? You bring up something that's really interesting, Stephanie, and it's hard when you're, you know, as a student right now, you have a lot of concerns, right? You have your exams, you have your coursework, some of you in those double speed courses, you've got all these different things that you're concerned with. On top of that, you got to make sure your Wi-Fi is working and nobody's coming into your room while you're talking. I mean, there are a lot of concerns and stresses and we're in a pandemic too at the same time. So when you get a phone call, you may not be prepared. So one of the things I'm going to ask students to do is prepare themselves for that call. In advance, just like before your networking breakfast, you get up, you speak a little bit, you've already done that this week, prepare yourself that every single phone call that you might be getting could be professional in nature. This is not the time to say, what's up? This might be the time to say, hello, how are you? I'm Philip. And you might feel a little stressed. Stephanie, have you ever got a phone call with a job offer or communicating really important information? I have, yes. I've gotten it and you're excited and you want to learn more and you're trying to take in all of that information. There's just so much going on. Things that you can miss, but also things that you convey, whether it's intentional or not. You're so right. I once said yes to a telemarketer on the phone because I just felt weird about saying no they had so many pitches so i'm lucky my ducks will be cleaned soon i'm very excited (laughs) about that my duck cleaning but i really didn't want my ducks cleaned (laughs) you know i said yes without thinking it through i didn't know how to thank them for offering (laughs) this offer without saying yes you have any tricks tips or behaviors that you think could have helped me or a student in a, a similar situation There's a fine line. Like you said, you accepted this service that you didn't want. (laughs) And similar, when you have an offer coming in via phone, likely a lot of the times employers will call you and offer that over the phone. And perhaps you have another interview coming for another employer that you're really excited about. How do you convey to that employer that you're excited that they've offered that position to you, but you can't accept right away? Right. Essentially, it's acknowledging the honor without accepting the offer. And what we're talking about is saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. But I'm going to take some time 
to consider what the ramifications of saying yes. Sometimes you know, right? Sometimes you know that this is for you. I've been waiting on this, but sometimes you're not sure. And one of the things I want to say to co-op students, that is why we're here in the co-op office. You can give us a call and say, I got this offer. I just need to consult with the co-op offers before I accept it. Because that gives you some time to think about, okay, what are the ramifications of me saying yes to this? Do I miss out on another opportunity? And what's the process involved? And your co-op coordinators, and Stephanie and myself, are all here to provide that support. So it's taking the time to say thank you very much. I'm excited about the honor. I need to consult the co-op office before I accept this. This is the process. And I would probably do this for any job that even if I want to accept it, take that time, take that minute and a half, take that five minutes, take that day before you accept that offer and involve the co-op office, because that's what we're here for. Because it could be things that you're not considering. And once you say yes, just like my duck cleaning, they're coming soon. Once you say yes, that's a verbal contract that you entered into. Just a little tidbit too, if you are getting a phone call, even if it's an interview, even if it's an offer, ask how you can contact them back. Because sometimes when an employer calls you, they might have a number blocked. Even when we call you from U of T, you can't see what the callback number is. So just make sure that you know who you're speaking to and how you can reach them again. Thanks, Steph. These are all different pieces that we can use. Just to sum up, I mean, focus on finding the meaning in what you hear. Taking the extra time to find that meaning. And it takes work. It takes work for me at my age. It takes work for anybody who's entering this space. Think of listening as paying attention to learn. All right? If you're not learning something, what are you taking from that conversation? Concentrate on the words that are spoken understand that information, okay? Just like the networking breakfast, try not to interrupt. Stephanie, you know how I feel. I don't like dead space. <laughs> if there's dead space, I'm going to fill it with words, and this is what we do. So if you're doing that in your conversations with your employer, colleagues, or in a networking situation, you're probably not hearing. So you want to avoid finishing other people's sentences. I come from a culture where we talk over each other. Stephanie, you too? Yes, and whoever is loudest wins. I'm looking forward to having dinner at the Panu house when all this is over, because I can be pretty loud, so I'm looking forward to winning. But having <laughs> dinner at your familial house and talking over each other, while it's fun and culturally fine, I support it. It doesn't work in business and workplace situation. And sometimes it doesn't work with your friends, okay? So you want to avoid that. Finally, when you're speaking with people, try to ask open-ended questions. You learn a lot more from people when it's not a yes or no questions. I, I would also say be generous with your answers. Even if someone asks you a close-ended question, be generous with your answer. Give them a little bit more. Yes, and. And I want to tell you a story behind that. Using the who, the what, the where, the when, and how questions. Building that in to how we speak to people, how we relate to people, how we discuss situations with other people. It's really important during those situations and it gives you a chance to learn more. I'm very lucky and I'm very blessed that I get a chance to listen and hear students every single day. So I learn a little bit from them. So I want to challenge students over the next couple of weeks. What 
are you doing in your class where you're hearing things, but are you really listening? Are you really taking it in? Are you really doing that active space where you're actively trying to learn? And I know that in school, I was a student once, it's information, 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 taking note. But taking those steps might actually help you in class. It actually might help you with your friends. It's certainly for you job seekers out there. It certainly will help you in interviews. One of the biggest issues I've had when I've interviewed people is people answer the wrong question. It happens more often than you think. I've done it. So taking the time and an active listening, a small tip on active listening, there's a lot of literature on this, but a small tip on active listening is sometimes repeating it back. So if I understand you correctly, you want to know X. And once you get that confirmation, that little checking from other people, you're able to prove and demonstrate that you have been actively listening, volunteering your time, that their words are so important that you're going to take the time to check in. It works a lot in business situations. feels a little cumbersome in the beginning, but after you do it a little bit longer and a little bit of time, you get better as you go. Stephanie, any final thoughts before we get ready for the panel and finding a meal? Hey, all I have to say is this podcast has really helped improve my listening skills. Not that everyone is going to have a podcast, but just having conversations and being able to listen to what that person is saying and know what to follow up with. So, hey, thanks everyone for helping improve my skills. <laughs> well, that's why we're here. For you students out there, I want to challenge you. Hit us up on our Instagram account. If there's certain challenges in terms of listening, what do you think about that? Is hearing actually accidental? What's your opinion? Is listening different than hearing? Have you had an experience where you heard the wrong thing? But for now, I'm Philip Brown. And I'm Stephanie Panu. Thanks for listening. This episode of PS Talks Co-op was produced by Abanea De Hall, with editing also by Abanea. Special thanks to the entire management co-op department, and especially to Philip Brown and Stephanie Panu. A message to all our students listening. Give us a follow on the official management Instagram page at UTSCMGMT. We provide updates on upcoming information sessions, events, and job postings to help you stay engaged and provide you with opportunities to gain experience to lead. Again, our Instagram page is UTSCMGMT.